Hello, Citizen Sister listeners. How are you? This is Stephanie Reese, your host, and I am so excited to be back with you again. I just cannot thank you all enough for tuning in to the first episode of Citizen Sister with my little sister, Melissa Reese. It was such a fun episode to record and, um, and a reunion of sorts, actually. And it just worked out because Reese-mas happened and so she was here. And so I want to do a little recap of, of that episode. Not even really a recap, but more so just kind of circling back to a few of the things that some of you wrote me about. First off, I want to calm everyone's concerns about Harold Reese. Harold Reese and the sisters and the family are all doing great. He is completely like we're in the forgiveness and love mode as a family and so we are all very very good and if you're curious as I know many of you were as to whether or not Harold listened to the podcast and loved it uh, or disliked it he actually yes indeed did love it he really was just like this is one of the best things I ever heard and uh, you said my name so that makes me famous <laughs> that's literally what he said we might actually give him a ring today you don't you you never know on citizen sister so this is kind of setting up how how our season will be going we'll have a week where we have an interview and then it'll be just me like it is today except that husband to the show my love Matthew Coates came in with me today to help assist and I might ask him a few questions just because he's here and why not but also on the week when I'm not interviewing someone I'm going to talk about something that I find extraordinary that is usually considered ordinary and something for us to ponder on and think about as we listen and re-listen and like and love the first episode because I really need all of your subscriptions and all of your likes. So I thank you so much for those who have already done that. So yeah, there was that. It was really kind of cool to listen to it and to feel like I had my sister in my ears as we were editing. Shout out, Melissa. So Anyway, what I wanted to say was it was wonderful to have that time. And then we just got back, actually, from Los Angeles. We were there for a gig. Um, Shout out Chad Kimball, who I sang with, and his wife, Emily. That was so fun. We hope to have them on Citizen Sister and um, to celebrate my birthday, which was really fun. So I decided that the ordinary thing that I find extraordinary are restaurants. And after being in L.A. for a week and eating out all the time, because that's what you do when you travel, I just found it to be such a thing that we take for granted. I mean, restaurants are literally in every city. And because Matthew was on the trip with me, I asked him to kind of be part of this little conversation about restaurants being an extraordinary thing. Um, Where did we eat? Oh, at Osteria. No, Matza Osteria. Mm-hmm. Um delicious Italian food, but remember we had a moment. Talk about the moment, love, where we were like, well, we saw all those people and you looked at me and I was like, oh my God, he's thinking the same thing I am. We looked around and we were just fascinated that this restaurant was just packed with people and it just, it was kind of like, I, I got a wave of a feeling like, oh my God, 
we're not in the pandemic yeah, anymore. It was like, pandemic? What pandemic? <laughs> it seemed like the distant past. Um, it was definitely old earth vibes. Yeah, old earth vibes, exactly. Um, when when you hear my husband saying things like old earth vibes, you know he's been around the Reese sisters a lot. <laughs> I got that one from you. Okay, well, I got that from Melissa. Oh, so. okay. um, but no, it was really, it's weird to think about how just being in there made me just so grateful for all these people gathered and and the jobs that it was providing and our server was like magnificent she was like so pro our our bartender was pro but it also just gave me pause about all the restaurants we went to love like we went i mean from in and out burger to that fancy restaurant to teppanyaki yeah to teppanyaki which we'll talk about in a minute but that was like it just made me go, you know, we are so blessed that every country in this whole entire earth has restaurants. And they are now, uh, most of them, I mean, not most of the restaurants, but like most of the cities have are all back up and running. I would say all. I mean, I'm assuming that COVID has kind of become a little bit more tolerable uh, around the world. And that has given restaurants new life again. Yeah, I, I mean, we really missed having places to go out to eat during the pandemic it's like wait i have to cook and do my own dishes for, <laughs> you mean for i have to, to cook <laughs> and do our dishes i meant the you know the the, the general the proverbial <laughs> I. um you know and the, it, if you think about restaurants they play such an important role in our lives like you know all the birthdays, the anniversaries, the, you know, the significant events in your life. Yeah, first dates. You, the first dates, you know. And uh, it's like kind of a really special place to join and break bread. And, you know, you always... It's your, yeah, it's like your, it could be a job interview. It's a meeting. It's, and it's also the places where, I mean, you, you grieve at restaurants. You know, you, um, you celebrate at restaurants. And, and what you're saying, it's like a place of gathering that's available to all of us everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. And the the thing I love about it too is not just not having to do any dishes, but the <laughs> having people wait on you is awesome. Oh my like, god. Like come on, be honest. Sure. Like, you know, it's kind of cool to just sit there and have me like, hey, can I bring you something? Yes, as a matter of fact, you can, you know. Yeah. And 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 then the Don't other, I do that at <laughs> home? Oh, of course you do. <laughs> but like and then it's like, and the, no offense to the, the cooking that goes on in our house, but, you know, you get what? some of these chefs and they're just, the food is so good. Okay, you now know, you, now we're hurting feelings in no, the studio. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not sensitive about my cooking at all. These I love professional chefs and they can make these no, meals that are just... For real, like, because I have learned to cook since we got married, but I have never appreciated going to a restaurant the way I do ever since I've settled down here on Bainbridge Island and live in one place and we have dinner together every night and cooking, although I do love to cook, I just so appreciate like every element of a meal. I'm like, somebody chopped that onion. Every little thing. Like yes. all the all the sunlight that it took to grow the vegetables and oh, the carrot. For sure. And then, you know, under the right circumstances, and I mean this sincerely, like eating a fine meal can be a spiritual experience. Hundred you know, percent. The idea of taking these resources from the planet that have been enriched by the sun yeah. and the water and then nourishing your body with it. And then Combining that with the flavors that can just be so exquisite and special. And also, amazing. I mean, you're an architect. It's like the 
all the things that made that specific restaurant possible, even if it's McDonald's, it's like somebody designed that. Somebody like made that place exist. And that building is now, I mean, like when you've designed restaurants, it's been something, I mean, you have to be mindful of where everything's mm-hmm. going to be, the flow. The flow. The oh, the sound. The sight lines, the sound, the acoustics are critical. The lighting is critical. Like, remember, we went to that restaurant in Leavenworth, and you yeah. noticed, you're like, it feels like a different restaurant. Well, all they had done was dim the lights. From the la- last time we were there, it was super bright. Yeah, that's and we, so true. And we didn't enjoy it. And then we went again, and they dimmed the lights. And, and that it was so much better. It's so f- I mean, it's crazy because Makes the food tastes better. I never noticed like so many things about design until I married Matthew and how much those things really do contribute to your experience, even of the food. The food could be absolutely delicious, but because we gather at restaurants to be together, really, and to enjoy the company of others, usually, although you can be there alone, but even if you're there alone, if the sound isn't right in a restaurant, it can ruin the whole meal just because you can't converse or, and and it goes with silence too. If it's too quiet, it can also be a little eerie. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Like, mm -hmm. are they enjoying it? The other thing about restaurants is culture. Like how would we ever experience other cultures without food and it takes restaurants to allow the greater and general public to be able to experience food from other countries um, yeah there's so many similarities and differences yeah i remember we were talking with our friend steph another stephanie the other time and she was making the um dumplings the dumplings for, for new chinese Year's. new year yeah and and she was pointing out that she's like you know every culture has these yeah. to give them a different name. They're all really just little pockets of meat and spices or whatever. Yeah. And and every culture kind of has their version. And she said she went through this experience of kind of experimenting with all those different cultural um, dumplings. Yeah. Yeah. It, Su- super interesting. So interesting. And the inspiration of of the cooking shows and of restaurant culture. Beat Bobby Flay. <laughs> yeah. I've got it. I've, I have... I mean, because of the pandemic, like I have made Matthew watch so much like TV that I loved, which was like Chopped, Beat Bobby, Flay, all of it. Part of the reason I wanted to bring up restaurants is we just confirmed that Michael Monson, who we are interviewing, who is a top, top teppanyaki chef who does home teppanyaki chef like and his place is called Flying Knives. You can look it up. Um, He is amazing. And he was on Chopped. On the Halloween episode, he was amazing. We will deep dive into that when we have him on the show, but we are very excited yeah, about the story, it. His story about that experience is pretty interesting. Isn't it funny, though, because if during the pandemic, if you hadn't started watching Chopped with me, you wouldn't have th- thought that was so special. That's true. But, and I got him for, I, we got him here for Matthew's birthday as a surprise. You know, and, that, that would be a great episode sometime. I've been thinking about that, and it's like, yeah, the pandemic sucked, but what if we had a conversation like just about what positive things actually came out of the pandemic? Yeah, actually, that yeah, we will to- we should totally deep dive. That. There's a lot. Yeah, we There's could do an lot. episode on that. That's like very connecting. Half the co- most of the country learned that I don't have to drive to the office. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nobody wants to work. But that see, but office. that was also the thing that killed restaurants to circle it back to that i mean and that was kind of something that i was thinking about when we were in la i want to take a quick break to thank one of the sponsors of our show today paragon investments are you looking for a home in the greater seattle area 
Do you have questions about the market value of your home and want a professional opinion or real estate advice? Then you need to go to Paragon Investments. They have been in the real estate business in Seattle for more than 30 years. They won't take you for a ride, no bells and whistles and fancy market talk, just good, clear answers about your real estate needs. Let them help you find a great home and give you the tools to sell yours. For more information, go to paragoninvestmentsrealestate.com. And speaking of teppanyaki, when we were in LA, a Reese family tradition is to do Benihana or teppanyaki or a teppanyaki restaurant. And we go here. Huge. Garlic butter. I mean, we 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 made our mark, don't you think, love? <laughs> we made. We left a dent. We yeah. left a dent in that restaurant. There were complaints. That was the first time we ever had complaints, but that's yeah. okay. The, the manager the, actually, yeah, he came. So. He came. Manager came over and he's like, I don't really care, but I just have to act like I'm scolding you guys because the table over there is really mad at you. But I think it's really cool. So <laughs> yeah, don't totally. worry about it. <laughs> And actually for us, we just started chanting like, we're in trouble. <laughs> like we were so, oh yeah, chanting. Obnoxious. I mean, I said it in the last episode, but chanting's a really big thing for my family. And, and anyone who joins us, actually. I want to take a quick break to thank one of the sponsors of today's show, Coates Design Architects. Have you ever dreamed of designing your own home? A design that suits all of your needs from the ground up? You need to call Coates Design Architects. Matthew Coates and his team will help you make that dream home become a reality. They specialize in luxury homes and commercial design and sustainable design. Follow them on Instagram and go to CoatesDesign.com for more information. Do you live to eat or eat to live? And I think we all do a little bit of both of that, depending. Because like certainly there's meals that we have where it's just like, I just need sustenance. You know, I'm in the middle of something. I yeah. don't really. It's not. Uh, it's not that. Yeah, and in kinda, this fast-moving world. Yeah, I just need to eat because it's like I'm going to pass out if I don't eat. And so there's that kind of food. But then there's the kind of food where, yeah, you go out to a, a nice restaurant. You want to enjoy the ambiance. You want to, you know, really be present. Take a moment to think about the extraordinary thing of restaurants, and just I don't know when you drive by, just go. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I can vibe that that's a pretty darn extraordinary thing that there's just food available to me at all times that someone will cook and someone took the time to pay rent for that spot and employ all those people so that I have a meal at my fingertips every time and to just maybe remember a restaurant moment a first date an anniversary a birthday party from when you were a kid so that's our extraordinary thing this week Here's a sneak peek of what's ahead this season on Citizen Sister. Mr. David A. Tobin. What if we're going on tour and singing background in Brazil with Gloria Gaynor? A- amazing. Shut the front door. Amazing. And she gave me one of the she gave me one of the best pieces of advice. Amazing grace. Who are we interviewing today, sister? We are interviewing none other than our spectacular, kind-hearted, noble, our brother-in-law, GTO, GTO, Greg, Greg T. Amoto. My name is GT Amoto, samurai from Skyway. Mr. Oscar Peñaranda. He likes family. He's a family guy. Even though he's like that, take him in. Chef Michael Monson. I couldn't believe. I, I should have done this a long time ago. And that was the birth of like 
big freedom. Matthew Coates. Recently, things change. I mean, I'm different. My business is different. The world is different. We appreciate you, listeners, and we appreciate the love. And we hope you stay tuned. Follow us, citizen.sister on Instagram. And citizensisterpodcast.com is our website. I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks so much. See you next week. Take care. We out.